Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I'm your Cobra intern that got really confused when Dr. Mindbender asked for snow job, codename Legion Cub. When Dr. Mindbender asked for some pit cleaner. <laughs> to take care of those nasty stains right i can't wait i can't wait to see if this new mind bender how has, many times has it been delayed now uh i think only twice really okay but uh now it's what was it september 15th i think mm. i don't know we'll get we'll get into we'll get into all that because we've got we got a lot it's funny we've got very little news very little everybody must be busy preparing for dragon con because we have very few less sound offs than we have ever had including the first week when nobody knew what a sound off was or what to do with it uh but we do have some folks here in the chat welcome to the show mandalorian mandalorian jedi where were you with the sound off pal you've usually got gold in there uh toy reclaimer what is up uh bread r44 my first live watch welcome to the show welcome to the family um as toy reclaimer says welcome to the party pal uh captain speedy we got a we got a nice little group hanging out with us tonight and we're gonna have fun the weather is insane uh there's been crazy thunder going on but we've still got power we've still got internet we're still recording and we're still live pal uh so we're gonna go as long as we can go uh needless things youtube channel that's where you are right now it's great every other monday for audible interlude live but in between those live shows there are tons of toy reviews each and every week except for this week because there's only going to be one review because dragon con prep has just taken me out of the game uh i will be reviewing the masters universe origins the new glow in the dark skeleton buddies that just came out uh the big bad ship to me have you seen these christian no dude oh man i wish uh they're right across the room but i'm not i can't i can't interrupt our show opening right, momentum I get to look forward to the review yes absolutely that'll be up on wednesday uh and there is stuff coming this week the uh the n1 starfighter from the mandalorian will go up sometime after dragon con that thing's coming in early it was originally december and it's on the way to me now uh some more masters universe origins and hopefully some more gi joe we'll get to that in a minute but anyway needless things youtube channel uh like subscribe share tell your friends about needless things uh we just we like to have fun we like to look at toys uh we have shirts audible interlude podcast shirts follow audible interlude podcast on instagram go check out the saved stories that's where the links are for the shirts wait for a sale t public has sales all the time get yourself a nice audible interlude shirt on sale uh schedule wise the audio version of this episode will be available this friday and this week you guys what what is it i think i've already said it twice now so i've kind of ruined this bit but what is there something going on this weekend that you can Uh, think of there be dragons i hear there do indeed uh operation snake gun Live at Dragon Con, Audible Interlude will be hosting a live panel Friday at 1 p.m. in the Marriott M103, M105 for the Dragon Con American Sci-Fi Classics track. It is your opportunity 
to come sound off live because you guys know how we do. We like the audience participation. We like to get, you know, uh, the listeners or the live audience, as it were, involved in the conversation. We've got a lot of stuff, uh, fun stuff planned. Got giveaways, of course, uh, cool swag to hand out some brand new stuff. Uh, we'll talk about that towards the end of the show, but Dragon Con this weekend, Audible Interlude live Friday, 1 p.m. Uh, and of course, we'll have that all over Instagram, so you can go check that out. Uh, and if you happen to catch the Big Joe Game Show at Joe Fest in June, uh, the full version of that game show, the Big Damn Game Show, will also be happening yeah we we can say we can throw out a d word we have one <laughs> d word per season by our contract um saturday night 10 p.m hilton crystal ballroom if you're going to be at dragon con uh and you want to have fun and win fabulous prizes that is the place to do it uh all right that's enough putting stuff over our next live stream will be on september the 11th right here on the needless things youtube channel uh, next week, rather than our normal segments episode, we will be featuring the audio version of the live Dragon Con panel. So even if you can't make it to Dragon Con, you can still enjoy the fun of the panel uh, as part of your regular Audible interlude podcast enjoyment. Other good news. Uh, let's see here. Let me. I, I have mentioned that anything that we get in the old super chat down there is going towards StreamYard. This Zoom thing is whack. We're going to get rid of Zoom and move on up to StreamYard. Uh, you, you guys probably all know it even better than I do, but we want the, the better presentation, the better interactivity. We want to upgrade uh, for you guys. But StreamYard is not free, or at least the version of it that has all the cool stuff with it is not free. So everything that comes in through the Super Chat for the foreseeable future goes towards paying for StreamYard for a year. Full disclosure, transparency, we are currently at $117.40 in the Super Chat uh, as far as our StreamYard funding, like since we started saying that was the point. We need $240. So that's where we are. Soon as we hit that 240, uh, the quality of this show is going up and it's going to stay that way because we're not, you know, we'll anything we get in these super chats always goes back into the show. But uh, once we're into that stream yard, we're obviously not going to be able to go back to blocky, ugly Zoom. So no offense, Zoom. We love you. You're great. <laughs> and you handle us in HD. Yeah, right. Yeah, probably not. Uh, so yeah, that's what's going on with the show. Follow us on uh, Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast and on X at GI Joe Audible. All right, you watch guys, out! I, you're going to get in a fight with Jack Perry if you keep throwing that up. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that guy! What? Okay. I listen. My honest, you guys, we're gonna we're gonna diverge a little bit here. Actually, before we diverge, I'm gonna check in with the chat again because we got a, a bunch more people in here. Uh, Christmas ape, hello, uh, JJ shoulder uh, shoulder height packing for dragon right now. We will see you at the panel, right? Uh, Rachel Salinas, good evening, gents. Good evening, Rachel. Glad to have you back. Uh, <laughs> Mandalorian Jedi, it's fine. You you contribute. Uh, almost as much as any of us do every every time. So it's it, you can take a day off. It's all right. 
Uh, Kevin Riddle, what's up? Good to see you here. Uh, glad everybody's here. So if, if we can diverge a little bit, uh, I don't believe any of it, Noel. Any of the CM Punk backstage <laughs> elite drama stuff, I think it's it's a modern work. Wait, I wait, think wait, 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 wait. Uh, my heart can't take this. Are you trying <laughs> to tell me <laughs> the wrestling is fake? I on I, I just next <laughs> thing you know, you're we gonna tell Christian. me. You're going to tell me that that they actually did not expect Brock Lesnar to shake Cody Rhodes's hand and hug him after that match. <laughs> right, right. It really surprised everybody. <laughs> just, just like Brock Lesnar went into business for himself and popped open Randy Orton's forehead. Right. That was, you know, I I think these guys are are brilliant. They're working all the dirt sheets. Their feet, because if you notice. Every story that comes out has two completely op- opposing sides. They all get fed to different news sources, and everybody keeps talking about AEW. And CM Punk keeps getting the yay boo response that was so valued for John Cena that nobody else has been able to equal. Now, I'm not saying Punk's is equal to Cena's, but they're they're milking it. They're keeping it going. So anyway, uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't so- real glass. It's all a work. So, sorry to isolate all the people who have no idea what we're talking about. Right. They're like, can we talk about the trouble bubbles, the, please? CM Punk <laughs> has a Cobra tattoo. It's okay. That's right. That's how it's relevant. It's G.I. Joe adjacent. All right. That's. right. I'm sorry. I had that. I've had that in my soul for a long time now, and it had to come out, and it, this is where it happened. I apologize to everybody. Now we'll talk about some G.I. Joe stuff. Oh, Toy Reclaimer, you got your Snake Mountain. Did it come from Big Bad? Because I've got mine pre-ordered from Big Bad. Um and the other origin stuff is coming in, but that one hasn't nothing, no movement there yet. I said we were going to talk about G.I. Joe stuff, and I immediately started talking about He-Man. But that's what happens when we have a no news week. We have to find other topics, people. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi, I promise to have my homework ready for class next time. <laughs> Thank you. No, we will not uh, wrap your knuckles with the ruler this time. Uh, okay, you so. got to give your hand a rest every now and then because you're going to get carpal tunnel writing. Oh boy, PG 13, PG 13. Uh, we've got some news. Uh, Word Burglar, our pal, who we hope to have on the show uh, sometime soon again. I don't, I don't want to overdo it with the guests, but we got to have Bergy back on sooner than later. Uh, he interviewed the legendary Mike Costa, the writer behind the Cobra. Uh, G.I. Joe, the Cobra G.I. Joe comic book, IDW's Cobra comic book, the one that's renowned for uh, Chuckles character development, one of the uh, most powerful G.I. Joe stories that's been presented, I think. It's a great interview. Uh, We're burglar, obviously. We all know he knows his stuff. Uh, it's a great conversation with Mike Costa. Did, did you guys get an opportunity to check this out? I know we've all been super busy. Not yet. It's on my uh, while I'm driving to Atlanta list. Yeah, it's uh, it's on YouTube, but you can definitely just do the audio. It's not it's not the most visual interview ever. Um, I live in I've got four hours of Florida roads, so it's going to be on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's see, Jada Toys. Well, the first thing that popped up, and and we all three of us kind of saw this at the same time, I think, or maybe Noel saw it first, but just didn't tell us. Uh, 
Lowe's has a like a display of diecast cars that I was a little confused about. I thought diecast galaxy was a company, but apparently it's just the name of that display. Is that what you guys have taken away from this? I know that. So uh, I heard Lowe's later when I first saw this reported, it was, I think someone found them at Walgreens. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. There's a couple of different stores. I, I'm sure you probably have like, you know, gone through like a drugstore or even like a grocery store like Kroger has them where they'll have that little spinner rack that actually has little die cast vehicles. And they're just, just loose. Yeah, they're just loose, just sitting yeah. there. And I presume it's just probably whomever puts that display out is probably who that uh, this, you know, die cast galaxy is. Well, it seemed to me, right, right. They're like, they're a distributor, but on those displays, you might find like Maisto, um, jada toys uh, whoever else makes diecast like it's it's different manufacturers it's just it's almost like a store within a store mm-hmm. um but people were spotting oh what was it was it the his tank and the vamp? vamps and vamps the vamp and stingers and stingers. Oh, and stingers stingers okay yeah which are the two that have been released because we haven't seen the his tank yet oh have we not i don't believe jada- so I don't, I don't believe it's hit retail yet jada toys has not uh not done a super job like the products are fantastic but we need more of them yeah well, and they're i mean they're they're great little cheap things like i love getting those little you know a little vehicle and the little you know driver i don't really need but uh, that vehicle's worth 14 bucks easily yeah they're i mean they're great toys but i just want more of the one the little micro machine ones that they did that they yeah uh, that came out what like two years ago now if not yeah, it's, longer it's been a while um I'd like to see more of those. And I really was hoping we'd get like a full fleet of them. Well, we did, but it was just the same three vehicles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyway, those are showing up, I guess, in Walgreens and Lowe's. I stopped by my local Lowe's or by one of them and they didn't, they didn't have any of it. Um, I haven't like actively looked for them, but I, you know, haven't seen them anywhere that I've gone. I just thought it was, I, I just honestly wanted to go just to see, it would be nice to see them in person. We can order this stuff for the most part, but you know, finding something, especially in a a vastly different retail environment like that is kind of exciting. So I I wanted to, you know, walk around the corner and see it, but that's not what happened. Although they did have plenty of Halloween stuff that made the trip well worth it. (laughs) Uh, All right. What else we got going on in the chat here? Oh man. Okay. Uh, Toy reclaimer. Oh, Amazon got the snake mountain out first. Interesting. Mm. I I just did big bad because I I just didn't I don't know I like them that's all I can say uh, blue ox model shop hey guys this is my first live and I'm a new collector I'm looking forward to the new comics coming out this year as are we all I can't wait to see um, hopefully a sort of refreshed and reinvigorated Larry Hama and then whatever the new story that we're getting going forward uh, we're definitely going to be looking at and talking about here on the show and they've been posting. Um some preview pages on some of the various comic sites oh so, really yeah um there was a page i think of cobra commander that comic book resources posted um i mean it doesn't give anything away right like, right to me it wasn't it was enough to see like oh okay this is what the art is going to look like it's okay it's not um idw art 
but um i mean that's not necessarily a bad thing no 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 no. that's just it like it is definitely a different style and sometimes if you want to get people to forget or not compare you to the older stuff that's what you got to do yeah you got to change it up uh yeah the good point from toy reclaimer that you know right now those comics the the older comics are not online digitally at all so hopefully somebody's going to bring those back uh once they start putting the physical comics back in the stores because i mean why wouldn't you let's let's generate some revenue uh rachel says she found the hiss tank at walmart back in january and that that lines up with what i thought i thought it had been found and that just yeah, I, I had not found it yeah I, I may i may have seen that that it happened a while back but how what who remembers what happened in january that's fair that's fair uh <laughs> toy reclaimer says the first four pages went up uh, Mandalorian mm. Jedi, I missed the Star Wars Micro Machines line, and I hit the company up about potential G.I. Joe Micro Machines, and they said there is nothing in the works for that line. I still want G.I. Joe Action Fleet. Like, I've mentioned it several times before. That would be awesome. I would love that. Uh, okay, let's see here. What do we got? Okay, it's, it's time for the screen share. And our, our power went out right before we started... Uh, recording here so i've got to open my stuff back up i'm just thankful the power is back on i'm i i'm blown away that the internet didn't go out thank you xfinity we won't talk smack about you like we did zoom (laughs) which by the way anybody just now joining us uh we mentioned that we are currently at $117.40 of what the $240 we need to sign up for StreamYard for a year. That's the level of StreamYard that makes everything all fancy. You can add stuff to whatever interactivity. Uh, everything that comes into the Super Chat goes straight to the StreamYard budget. Uh, so there's that. Okay, uh, let's share the screen. This picture is from oh tell me i didn't lose my updated notes when the power went out oh okay good 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 here we go uh from chaz the guru on instagram it is a whole new G.I. Joe classified figure that we don't know anything about. We had no announcement of whatsoever. Somebody's got it in hand. And then there's updated pictures that I didn't have an opportunity to add of whole cases of this thing that somebody has somewhere. Uh, so anyway, this is Wolf's uh, Parth Wolf Spider Varma. Just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, brand new character, which we've talked about before. And I think all three of us were in favor of just new characters. Um, and here it is. And I have to say, and look, the, I, I don't know. How do you, how do you guys feel my about, biggest the, about question, this figure? My biggest question is if this is night force version, Wolf spider, are we getting a regular day force edition? like what what does that day look man. like 
fighter of the night force <laughs> champion of the sun because <laughs> um, i like the concept of new figures this isn't doing much for me but night force usually doesn't well and that's see that's where i am and and i look this is this is all opinion we all love different parts of gi joe for different reasons and for me personally uh at this point in my life i love tiger force and python patrol because they're interesting looking toys night force has i have no interest in night force aside from oh here are some characters i want or if it's a, a new character like shooter well shooter's not a new character but you know what i mean a character like shooter where like that could sort of be the default look or like big ben same thing that could mm. sort of be the default look but as far as the look of night force it's just not as interesting to me and this uh i don't know it's it, it's i can't say it doesn't look gi joe because what does that even mean no i said it's i think it's a neat looking action figure um but it looks like a neat looking action figure from a line that i wouldn't collect i just yes. um nothing wrong with it i think that uh it looks like this is probably night uh, night viper tooling that uh, wound its way up into a Joe a Joe figure first because oh. I'm pretty sure that helmet is going to be at least slightly modified at the at, you know at a bare minimum to make a night viper helmet. It's got the shotgun, which I don't I don't love that shotgun. Nope. The, is that the beachhead shotgun or the flint? No, that's, that's uh, Falcon. Falcons. A Falcon shotgun. Yeah. And Falcon's backpack. Yeah, yeah. I know um, Falcon's backpack. It's just, it's not bad. It's just not exciting to me. And I'll say right now, I don't think I'm even going to pre order it. And of course, when it goes up for pre order, I'll probably pre order <laughs> it. But what I think what's frustrating to me is we're probably not going to see this for another year with the way distribution has been about these kinds of things. Well, yeah, because, I mean, he hasn't even been a name drop yet. Right. And it's Walmart, so good luck finding it in the store. Well, no, I mean, that's not entirely fair to say, because the all of the last way, last retro stuff I've seen. Retro stuff, times. yeah, but I've not seen any of the Night Force stuff. Well, none of it's I've, out yet. I actually haven't seen any of the new The Big Ben and the uh, Range Viper aren't out at retail? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, which is what I, which is what I was saying is it's wild to me that this exists physically in somebody's hand, right? but we don't even have the first two releases. I said in pre-order those, but for some reason I thought I'd seen that people had them in hand already. Uh, no, I, I don't, uh, well, okay. People have ordered them from overseas and have them in hand. Uh, right. That's what paid, it is. That people have paid like 50 bucks a piece for them and have them, but domestically they are not. Like through through regular channels, they are not available yet. Uh, okay, let's see. Day Force figures have cargo shorts and tank tops. I'm in. <laughs> let's make this happen, please. Uh, that was uh, Mandalorian Jedi. Rachel says, so where are Wolf Spider Ripcord, Crazy Legs, and Airborne supposed to deploy from? <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair question. Uh, Kevin Riddle, I like having new characters in the line. He has a Dragonfly Deco scheme going with the yellow highlights. Oh, okay. oh, that's a good point. 
Kevin Riddle, you've solved the riddle hey. of Wolf Spider's Deco. See, now that you've said that, I see that, and he's a companion. Because look, look at that. You're 100% right. Ah. Uh, now okay. you want him. Solid. Well, I knew it would happen. I just didn't know where it, I just you didn't just, know where it would come you from. You just need to find the slightest justification. That is correct. <laughs> I I know myself and you that is well you also know me clearly. Uh okay, so Wolf Spider uh has gone from a thumb sideways to a thumbs up for me. Uh what about you guys? Yeah, I still want daytime spider. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm done with Day Spider. Let's you know what? Here's what I want. Let me bring this back up. Let me bring this back up because we've we've got plenty of uh plenty of time to spread things out tonight. Okay, so here's what I want from Day Spider. Uh, I want all of the black to be yellow and all of the green to be that blue that's in his monocle right there, <laughs> and then the uh, the yellow. Uh, let's make that orange. And that's okay. Day Spider. Did did you just become Super Seven for a second? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> that's my Day. Somebody who's good with uh, Photoshop, do do one of those renders that His Tank likes to post. Oh my lord! Oh. Can they stop doing that? <laughs> I have gotten I have gotten like uh, preliminary excited a hundred right. times over the last two weeks, thinking right. a new render had popped up. Well, oh, okay. Fan render. Look, but to be fair, when there's no news, we talk about wrestling and Masters of the Universe, and <laughs> his tank puts up renders. That's just <sighs> we we all have to do what we've got to do to get by in a slow news period. Uh, okay, what else have we got? Oh, okay, this is fun, Christian. I'm going to let you talk about this one a little bit. Uh yes. Sorry. Uh yeah. <laughs> um so we love yeah, we love like monster Jason, force. but like yeah, so the monster force figures we know they have kind of been delayed to the beginning of next year, but they're already starting to uh do reveals and pre-orders for wave 2 and this is their take on the Invisible Man, Lieutenant Griffin, the Eraser. I just that clear head, is, right? Is like everything. I mean, that portrait is just uh, the it just even though this is just a render and we can't even really see it all that well, you can tell that portrait has tons of character. Yeah, and and. You know, when you first glance at it, you're like gloved hands. Like it makes sense, right? Like, yeah, they're going to go the cheap route or inexpensive route to cover him up as much as possible. And then here we get a see through head. Oh, no. Every single one of his hands is also redone in clear plastic. And, you know, you're a sucker for glow in the dark stuff. And I like see-through action figures. Well, look, translucent is a is a way to my heart too because I've I've bought and Super Seven started doing uh, translucent stuff in the their filmation line. Mm. Oh man, that and and it's all 
it's you know that duncan got turned into a crystal statue or whatever like who wants a figure of that uh and if you'll notice genuinely excited for this line when we were at joe fest um i we talked about it on our our episode um you know but they had the samples there they had some figures they haven't shown yet um i'm actually surprised that like the Dahmer party and eraser like they weren't there but the yeti i I think at this point fresh monkey fiction really are skilled at pacing reveals and Mm -hmm. at what point in development to reveal things and like they i i feel like they have somebody who's like a professional scheduler you know what i mean yeah like that's their job is this is i see this is where we are with this man i'm looking at look at the camo on his suit Mm -hmm. there's like a pattern on that that's actually now that i'm looking at it reminiscent did you see the new invisible man movie um with oh i can't Uh, remember her name oh yeah the lady from mad men and and uh yes uh, uh, I, I saw like half of it. I I really liked it, but this suit looks similar to the suit. Spoiler to the suit in that movie. Uh, and also, you'll notice that he's he's got invisible karate hands. Yes, as though he's stealthily creeping up on somebody for an invisible chop. Yeah, he's going to cook some calamari. <laughs> uh this is this is awesome i cannot wait to get this line in hand and i think we mentioned it last time but i'll throw it out there again uh the first wave has been delayed to first quarter of next year and i honestly i mean one sure if they want to tighten some things up if they want to make sure the quality is where they want it fresh monkey fiction is a at this point a a trusted company they've delivered many many products uh some of which i'll be talking about at dragon con on a different panel uh but I think it's entirely possible they push stuff back because Hasbro has so much coming out at the end of this mm. year. Uh, and it, it's really so, eased the burden on me because I've got that whole first series pre-ordered. So, well, that's the thing. Like when these were first announced, um, I think I only pre-ordered two. And then after seeing them at JoeCon, I'm still not completely all in because there was one or two that i was eh, they're sure average. sure um, yeah, yeah but everything else i ordered and everything they have revealed so far <clears throat> i've pre- i'm going to pre-order but i i have to ask a question now going back to one of our previous episodes oh boy Since you have a hard time mixing lines together is monster force going to go with your joes because I think that's what I am most stoked about. Uh, I think it's probably going to be, well, first of all, there's, there are already so many of them planned that they're their own shelf. Uh, But aesthetically, certainly when I do my first reviews, I'm going to be comparing them to classified figures to see how they line up. Uh, Cause I, you guys know me, I'm so picky about aesthetics and the way that articulation and profiles match and everything else. So I'll, I'll definitely be doing comparisons and we'll see how well they go together. 
check in with the chat real quick. Uh, Rachel says Tiger Force Wreckage and Tiger Force Sky Striker never got regular releases. It's quite possible Wolf Spider might not get a regular release. And that's a good point. And I think we said the same thing with Shooter. Is this just maybe the only Shooter? Which is, you know, Hasbro's been smart about this stuff. You, you put these specialty versions out first, like they did with Rakondo, like they did with Bazooka. Mm-hmm. And some people, you know, will just buy those. And then the regular versions come out and they buy those too. Whereas if they release the regular version first and people have their standard G1 Bazooka, well, then they may skip the Tiger Force one. So I, I personally, I think that's a smart business move from Hasbro. Uh, and, and yeah, we may not. That may be just Wolf Spider. He may just be a Night Force guy. That might be it. Although I still want Day Spider. Uh, Wreckage needs some love for sure. Uh, Draws Walker 9. I'm surprised there has not been a set of cold slither renders yet. I, I, I've i said this before. I think if that happens, it's going to come from Super 7. I don't. I think he's talking about the, the fan-made renders. The his tank. From his tank. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, right, right. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> probably done it, and his tank just hasn't. They're, they're saving them. They're like, okay, if we go another week with no news, we're putting up the cold slither. <laughs> we need those front page hits. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi, Jaws Walker 9, can't wait to see a cold slither Super 7 set. Yes, uh, yeah. exactly. Uh, maybe it needs some electronics in the drum set that plays the song. In, in some way, shape, or form, we need the cold slither song and the average Joe band, right? Yes. And that what they're called. We need both of those. Which, you know, once again, showing that the G.I. Joe theme exists in the G.I. Joe. Universe. Yes, it is canon. Uh, Christmas vape. Oh, great. Now I got the cold slither song in my head. Yeah, that is great. Uh, JJ, uh, shoulder height. I'm excited about the Monster Force line. Finished my Playmates Monster Force set at Toylanta earlier this year. I've only got the creature from those. Uh, and I, for some reason, turtle? I no. Well, they're from Playmates out. Toys, but it's a separate line. There was a cartoon. Oh. Uh, it was it was this whole thing, and they they were another one of those things like Toxic Crusaders that meshed with the Turtles toys. Okay. That you know that Playmates I think, style. I, I yeah, I'm vaguely remembering it. They're, but I was not into those. They're pretty great. Well, I when I was uh, whenever they came out, I didn't get them, but I got a mint on card creature one it, i think it has a different name uh just because i love creature stuff mm-hmm. like this fantastic creature from the black lagoon figure from jada toys reviewed right here on the needless things youtube channel i can't put it i can't put it away it's such a good figure it's living permanently on my desk i can't put it on the shelf uh okay anyway Everything but Joe. That's the subtitle of this episode. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Okay, Noel, I think if you want to talk a little bit about our next guy here, because I do want to hear your thoughts about this and the next one. Okay. Um, this is the... Oh. 3-0. 3-0. Yeah, the 3-0 okay. uh, uh, six scale Destro. Um I, I'm not sure why you brought why you why you uh, having me talk on this because this is not a line I have any interest in whatsoever. <laughs> well, that's uh, kind of why though, because <laughs> it's it's to me it's interesting to hear your take on something kind of from afar. 
Yeah. Like where you know you're not going to buy this, but you can step back and take a look at it a little more objectively, maybe. Okay. Well, I think it's a it's a great looking figure. Um, you know, if if you are a one six scale collector, God bless you, because uh, that's uh, that's some money and some space that uh, you got to take up with these giant honking figures. Um, well, that's the thing though is these are not as expensive they're these aren't hot toys prices these are like one i think they're 175 yeah that's which which that's, yes yeah, is expensive yeah. <laughs> well yeah, but that, not for that's about four times more than i'd be willing to pay for a figure this height but it's in modern pricing considering hot toys are up to 275 350 mm-hmm. yeah. like that's not bad and they may not be 175 they might be like 150 i i just remember being surprised that they were not more expensive than that, especially considering for 50 bucks less, you get a six inch uh, 112 collected figure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, the, as far as what you're getting there, you are getting, you're not getting uh, a, an insanely like useless set of extra accessories. You're getting, you know, some extra hands. You got a couple guns. Um but you got, you know, you've got a, a good loadout on them and a couple of options as far as the hands go. It is interesting that there's just the one portrait, uh, but yeah. I think they went with a good one. Mm-hmm. But really, Destro should only have one portrait because that's a solid <laughs> mask that doesn't move. It's nanites <laughs> that do move. Um, I like the, uh, I mean, I do like the the way that the jumpsuit looks. Um it's got uh, it's got some really good detail on it. It's got that like the the little zipper and uh, a lot of a lot of good clean lines on it. So I like the way they designed his wrist rockets, where there's actually mm-hmm. a panel that opens up to reveal them. I think that was a nice little innovation there. Uh, it of course comes with the briefcase, but this time it's Mars and not Cobra which is an improvement over both Mezco and Hasbro's versions. So that's cool. Opens up uh, to reveal his, his kit. So, yeah, I mean, it looks great. It's not anything I'm going to get either because I've just, my gosh, you can't buy it all. <laughs> yeah. And then we also have this guy that we've talked about before, but we, this is the full product reveal that we got this time. Uh, Christian, I, I think you said this is kind of a, uh, everything you want in a Cobra commander. Yeah. I mean, the only, my aesthetic, I like the full blue helmet. I'm, I don't like the, the white stripe, but otherwise this is the Cobra commander artwork on that package realized. So I'm looking at the stripe and it's, they've definitely it's gone further yeah Yeah, they've gone further with that than anybody else ever has it almost looks like it's a light gray rather than a white but yeah it is it it is actually an indented sculpt into the helmet it's an interesting look i I, yeah i don't know how i feel about that i i i would prefer the hairdryer gun anytime you get a cobra commander figure sure yeah uh, you know the little but german I, pistol is is fine too the the han solo pistol yeah the han solo <laughs> pistol <laughs> uh and i really like the uh 
clearly there's a it's not vac metal but there's a metal finish well maybe there's not i thought the faceplate looked like it had a metal finish but maybe it does no i I guess it doesn't i have a feeling it's probably like the super seven silver hawks where they use kind of like yeah car paint that's shiny but not in any way shape or form reflective so just some cool stuff three zero like everything they've done has looked pretty good and for collectors who like that scale the original gi joe scale by the way uh you know i think it's good stuff long long before an oil crisis that made uh, plastic insanely expensive that's right (laughs) uh all right and we've got one more for christian here this one's kind of you guys didn't know this was coming but it popped up on instagram and I had to, we've got to talk about it because Uh-oh. we've talked about it before. And, Uh-oh. uh, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So before, before you get into it, is this Gorgils or is this Kraken? And what it's is Kraken. the difference? What's a Gorgils then? I'm not for sure. Well, Gorgils is a thing, right? Or is that just maybe what they're calling this? Somebody in the chat, clear this up for me. I because know I know about the Red Shadows. Right. I don't yeah, know anything about the, Action the Force or Red version Shadows. I know of with the Red Shadows is Kraken. Okay. Well, somebody Google Gorgils of- because that, and that was in the hashtags too. So that I, is a thing. And I was under the impression that the, this was a character called Gorgils. Well, maybe that's the name they're giving. Right. Maybe that's what to it get is. Past copyright something right mandalorian jedi says looks like a gorn to me it's gorn gills <laughs> um so this well it's, tell us tell us what this is yeah so um eagle force has been doing this uh line with or eagle force was an old toy line that has been revamped uh offered through big bad it's in the three and three quarter scale um and so they've they've done figures that are homages to other toy lines they've and... skirted a lot of copyrights yes very yeah. closely if, they are if trying you ever to charlie brown on your gi <laughs> joe team or mario and luigi <laughs> you can do it fresh um, monkey fiction are competing with spirit halloween for the non-copyright infringing champions of the year <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, the Kraken is one of the villains from the Action Force line uh, over in the UK. And this was right before really they started using the super articulated Joe bodies. Um, you know, it's still like the five points of articulation, but he was this underwater lizard man he came with a trident um it was a really cool design and if you've listened listened to our show for a long time this is a figure that i have brought up multiple times wanting to see him in a you know an updated gi joe line so i do still uh collect the three and three quarters so yeah i'm so psyched for this and i think this the sculpt is incredible if the if all of them have that similar paint job that's it's just great like the the 
you know, it's like the the scale design. They didn't just do the whole leg as a print. It's sort of like just highlighting the musculature, um, the claws. If you look, it, they're not just painted white. Like everything has kind of a, a grime and a wear and tear like they should. It's had attention to detail. I just, I love it. Well, it's the 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 head to me looks a lot like the creature from uh monster squad mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is nothing but a good thing to me i mean as as we've established i'm a huge fan of Gilman inspired designs uh and i think the fact that they achieved this look for the arms and legs with just paint mm -hmm. is incredible especially well hang on we'll get there first of all you guys know I love a good bubble helmet. <laughs> and when you want to take your Gorgil's Kraken, whatever, on land, he's got to have his bubble helmet. Yep. And it, it, for me, this head sculpt is a vast improvement. And of course, technology changes, but the original Kraken actually had kind of like a an elongated head. I mean, more lizard like yeah right? not yeah. creature from the black lagoon well that, that one to me looked much more like a gorn yeah and and so to me this is definitely more of an aquatic looking creature so okay so take a look at this let that burn into your retinas and i'm going to show you the original render for this figure uh-oh Wow. How I, wild is yeah. that? I you know this was, usually, a, this was a labor of love for somebody. Yeah, usually it's the opposite. Yeah. You know, like we get these amazing renders, and then when the figure shows up, you're like, wait. And look, this minute. render is beautiful. And if they released one that looked like this, I'd buy this also. But to go from this pretty nice simplicity to that yeah is night and day awesome and th this is uh if you follow grindhouse toys on instagram uh who i still have to review a figure they put out at joe fest um it just got lost in the shuffle uh but that's who's behind the design of this figure the paint uh schweck is asking are the elbows double jointed they are not but mm -hmm. they've got a very deep pivot they get more than 90 degrees and there's a swivel at the top seeing this and seeing that render like just the way my mind works i'm like somebody left a layer off in photoshop like, <laughs> <laughs> so uh so yeah that's oh part of eagle forces monster force line which is a completely different thing from the other monster force line but at the same time i gotta think we're probably gonna see this and the, I mean, they're both fresh monkey fiction mm -hmm. so i gotta think we're gonna see some version of this in the 112 scale monster force sure That's my I hope. Don't, based off of how the other monster force figures look i don't think he'll remotely look similar but we're well, I don't know. Get a gill man of some sort. I think you could 
Abe Sapien this up a little bit. Mm. And it it could fit. But well, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure we'll find out sometime, maybe not soon, but we'll find out. Uh, and I believe that is the last of our shareable content until we get to sound off. So I got a couple other things here that have come up from uh, various sort of thought prompts on his tank. We love to go to his tank and just sort of see what everybody's talking about over there. Uh, I haven't been on there as much in the last couple of weeks. That new job, it's I'm, uh, it's great, but I just can't get online as much as I used to. Uh, okay, so I've got we've got a little thought exercise here that I'm going to throw out there, and we'll we'll start with Noel on this one. So Noel, I'm Lenny. Ring ring ring. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Is this Lenny? This is Lenny from G.I. Joe Classified. I'm the I'm the mayor of G.I. Joe. <laughs> I I uh Noel, we like you. You're a good fella. You're real smart. I'm a good and customer. We, That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, I've spent well, a lot you know, of money with your I, I gotta I gotta spin this stuff. Emily has taught me a lot of the ins and outs of of how to how to handle our fans. Uh, but we like you. You got a good head on your shoulders. Unfortunately, uh, Hasbro has made some decisions about some things and the classified line is ending, but we're going, we're going to let you choose the final figure to be released. What, what is your choice? Noel, the fridge is my choice. One twelfth scale, William, (laughs) the refrigerator, Perry. I love it. I think it's great. It was Christian, the, what is your the last uh, figures I collected as a kid? So got to have everybody in the chat. Lenny is is asking you guys too. He wants to know if they could if they were only making one more figure and you could pick it, what would it be? Uh, Christian, how do you feel about the fridge? I'd be fine with that. I would be. Yeah. Um. So my when you sent this in the notes, my first initial thought uh, was Lady J. But I have a feeling that by the time the line <laughs> ends, she's still going to be on the shelves. At There's going to be 12 versions of her on the shelf. That's um, true. That's true. So if all the other figures that I wanted got released at some point during the line and, and this is it. Well, no, no, no. This is right now. Oh, right now? If All we're getting is whatever has been announced thus far. And your one pick. Right. Okay. Eagle Eye, I love you, but I've mentioned you so many times, so I'm still going to go with my Mike Power, the Atomic Man. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Updated so that his atomic arm works similar to a bat. So he has all these attachments right, right, to right. use for G.I. Joe. I knew you would bring it and you did not disappoint. <laughs> uh, we've got Mandalorian Jedi says Nemesis Enforcer. Yes. Good. Pick. Uh, Will R hooded Cobra commander. I'm done. Yeah. I, and, and we don't know what the status of that is. We'll, you know, now uh, cr- would Nemesis Enforcer be a deluxe figure? Yes. 
I would have to be right because he'd be I, huge. Yeah, I want him bigger. Yeah, have to yeah. be taller. He needs to, you... be, he needs to be bigger than Slaughter. Yeah, yeah. And he needs to have some kind of like functional wings. wings. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he needs to go. <laughs> uh Christmas Ape wins with Day Force Fridge. <laughs> uh Ryan uh, Schweck says Cobra Agent Rancor. Still trying to work that Rancor into the line. Um Kevin Riddle agrees, Hooded Cobra Commander. Uh JJ Shoulder uh Shoulder Height says Astro Viper. Astro Viper would be awesome. I'm absolutely up for that. It's it's one of the first past my collecting years figures that I ended up with, and it's part of why I've bought more post eighty seven figures. He's Astro Viper and Storm Shadow were the only two eighty eight characters that I went and bought at retail. See, I I had that storm. We've talked about it before. I've had that Storm Shadow, or it, 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 he must have been the last figure I got. Um, but that was it. Like, and, and he, I even remember at the time, like, I was like, I don't really collect this anymore, but this is so awesome. And I kind of pulled my Joe's back out just to play with that storm shadow. Some, mm-hmm. uh, draws Walker nine says Pythona. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, Pavel says Baron blood or iron claw. Yeah. Iron Claws, Iron Claws needs to happen. That I definitely want in this line. Uh, Craig Dukas, what's up, Craig Dukas? Shop Slickalicious on Instagram. Go to uh, check out uh, two of our designs. Uh, Welcome to beautiful Broca Beach, and uh, our BC Boys tribute design, both by Slickalicious. Uh, I'd say give me a dead bazooka from wrestling. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Well, look, they're already doing it with the Transformers. They gave us a dead That's Iron Hide and Trowel. That's true. Oh, and Super 7 made a dead Optimus Prime. He's right so. there. He's right there. Um, Schweck says Quinn or Crystal Ball. I'd take either one of those. Yep. Uh, so here are my choices. I Because, of course, I couldn't have just one. My, my troll answer is Rapid Fire. The neon green Super Trooper repaint. Yeah. And he would include uh, the VHS uh my for real personal answer is they haven't said alpine yet and out of every possible joe i have to have alpine to go with bazooka i have to yeah uh and then my actual answer that i legit think is a really good answer is joe colton if they were to wrap up the line with a really cool joe colton I don't know what it would look like. If you yeah, want to make it Bruce Willis, that's fine. Yeah, there's but... a lot of different variations you can go with that. You can go with the one right. that looks like the original G.I. Joe figure. Um, and yeah. I think that would probably that be the way to, be go. the way to go. Do, yeah. do a one twelfth classified version with like a footlocker, like tons of accessories loaded but up you, with accessories. But you could also do, I mean, you could do a, like a, a second head. You could have a Bruce Willis head or you could have an original Joe head and just have it on the same figure. Yeah. Yeah, and there there are a lot of options with that that would be cool. And actually, that's something they should just be doing anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, same question, but for vehicles, but not HasLab size, like vamp-sized uh, 
fan channel size. We, we still don't know how the vamp is coming, but that's my assumption. Fan channel sized vehicles. Rich Murphy first? in the house. Am I going first again on this one? Uh, no, you don't have to. Oh, I'll, no, well, I've I'll got go, my answer. I'll go first just because I've only got one this time. I couldn't even come up with like anything else that because the only answer to me is the water moccasin. That's a good one. I that legit. Was a very good one. Oh, is that yours? No, no, no. That was oh, okay. that was that was the most obvious one that's going to get said by somebody else. Uh, Dude, I one that, that came up in my head. If, if for real, if I could only pick one more vehicle, that would be it. Because the classified water moccasin, I mean, it would be sizable. We've already got Copperhead, so throw a Python Patrol Copperhead in. I don't, I don't care. Whatever, throw in a Cobra Trooper. It doesn't matter. I just a water moccasin in classified would be so awesome. Well, mine was the reason why I changed my initial answer because I'll just get them in this now. Thunderhawk from Mask. Oh, yeah. So Matt Tracker and Whoa. the the Thunderhawk. You get just it's that's a that's a vamp size vehicle. Wow, yep. it sure is. Yeah, Gullwing doors pop up and it turns into a jet. <laughs> yeah, and Good Matt call. Tracker's Canon GI Joe now. Right, so right. Yeah, it works. Okay, solid. I, you know what? I, I wonder if you've pulled the Christian slot right out from under Christian <laughs> for, for innovative for innovative thinking. Christian, Absolute. what have you got? You're gonna have Absolutely. to bust out like the for, back back in 1964, <laughs> the GI Joe line released the the undersea bubble cruiser that looked like Homer Simpson's car, but was an underwater vehicle and was and was piloted by by a uh, a little person that looked like a mole yes <laughs> um so which by the way the... i whatever that is i want it and it can be the enemy of the day force for this one i i actually want the snake armor but does that count as a vehicle no i mean yes we all want it 100 so percent. but that, if, to, if, to me that's too small well when you said not has the lab size like just thinking how my brain works what i what i would be excited to get uh i had the snake armor i had the buzz bore which also was kind of small but man to it it classified scale to have those blades yeah that would be so i'd buy a couple I would I want a buzz bore, but I want it to come with a rap viper. Because as we all know, he once got busy in the back, in the of, back a buzz of one board. of those, yes. Um okay, so we got uh Schweck says he wants a fang. That's a good call. I mean it's smaller than a vamp, but would be great and classified. Uh Q Force Swordfish. Cricket. Searching Google for this. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh that's from Pavelft. Uh, Kevin Riddle says a slugger, which I guess kind of is medium sized, right? Well, I've not seen this before. And it if, is, you, if it's you're going by force. original three and three quarter inch, uh, you know, toys, yes, it was the same size toy as the vamp, but then again, so was the his tank. And we know that that's scaled right, up quite a yeah, bit for yeah, classified. So, 
So yeah, I Whoa. think things like that, like the Wolverine and the Slugger, would probably be a, a little bit bigger if they were to release them in classified. So the Q Force Sword. Well, let me hear. We'll uh, we'll do a little. It's pretty cool. Oh, it didn't. Yeah, I would absolutely be down for this. I can't open the picture that I have. Oh, it's all tiny. All right. I can't even do a screen share. I'll just recommend everybody look up Q Force Swordfish. That's pretty cool. I can't honestly say I'd want that in classified, but I would love to see an updated three and three quarter inch version of that. Uh, it would be awesome. Well, and looking at the the pilot, the uh, now I just want a uh, a Super 7 reaction version of it. Yes. The pilot looks perfect as a reaction figure. Oh, wait, real quick. Speaking of vehicles, I skipped over something because it was a late edition. Uh, the Trouble Bubble is now scheduled to ship from Pulse on September 5th. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Right around the corner. I got to make some room. That and the hiss are coming soon. Uh, okay. So oh, we uh, chat. We got to get in the chat and see uh, what else people want to have. Uh, uh, Rachel says Thunder Machine. And I don't... Is Thunder Machine... See, I feel like that's Hazlat. Craig Dukas in the super chat, contributing to our stream yard pursuit. Thank you. I think with a thunder machine, you got to make that a little bit more special. It's got to have some extra bells and whistles on it to make it a Hazlab. Craig Dukas with the super chat says ski mobile, but with a snow machine hitched to the back, which throws snow overhead. (laughs) Snow job is now Tiger Force ready. Yes. Let's do it. I'm in uh okay uh to do to do schweck says would the bridge layer be has lab size i have zero interest in a classified bridge layer but i think it would have to be has lab right yeah It'd just be too big yeah that bridge is way I too mean, adds a lot a lot of bulk to that thing because the the vehicle itself not so much i mean it's probably the same amount of plastic as the wolverine it's a little bit bigger i think than the wolverine yeah it's a it is wider i'm looking it's at wider. it well here let's 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 have some fun but the actual bridge part i mean that's for lack of a better word hollow plastic the bridge layer is pretty decently bigger than the wolverine wow. the wolverine yeah, yeah. Wolverine is very the small. The Wolverine is small. The Wolverine, if you're looking at just a parts count, is probably mm-hmm. comparable to the Vamp. Now, a classified version, though, they would probably scale up a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I, I would, I would say with the tanks, if you're doing them classified, I, you would probably take an armadillo and scale it up to about Vamp size, and you'd take a Wolverine and scale it up to about yes. Lobat size. Right. Right. And and Schweck, if they were to do a bridge layer, I think I've mentioned this before, I actually would want it in HasLab because after watching videos of how those things work in the real world, it's the one vehicle that I want the gimmick for. Like yeah. it's got to be motorized to actually oh the bridge. Rachel brought something up that has been brought up before that I totally forgot about because I still don't know where Lenny said it, but I do know he did. Um, Rachel said that Lenny said the Thunder Machine was too small for a Haslab. Yeah, that still I, surprises I, me a little. I bit. still don't know where that. Where did that come from? What like was that like a post San Diego Comic Con interview or something? I think that's around the time that information came out. 
Uh, can't keep up with it all. Uh, Ryan Schweck, it meets all your bridge needs. <laughs> um, somebody up here said the warthog. I've lost. I've lost the chat. Warthog uh, is a large. War, warthog yeah, warthog would be, would be big, big, but it would be great. It would be great and classified. It's a, it's a personnel carrier, so it's uh, yeah. it's gotta it's gotta have some bulk. Because I was Sergeant... even thinking the the Cobra Imp, but it, I mean, it's not Haslab size, but it's definitely when you start adding the giant rockets, it's big. Right, than a it's van. big. Um, so Sergeant Savage's P forty Warhawk. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would, I would love. Like I don't want that but if they made that i would buy it which is how i am with most classified vehicles like uh, well any any classified vehicle larger than a vamp i don't want it but if they make it i'm gonna buy it but don't make it stop <laughs> it hasbro don't don't make me spend all of my right. money right uh okay so uh i think we've wrapped up our newsish material fairly well uh, anybody who knows this show knows that we have a very special segment called Sound Off, where we go to Instagram, Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram, and we ask you, the fans, what do you want to talk about? Uh, and we had a very light Sound Off week uh, this time around, which is fine because we, we've managed to fill up an hour, uh, even with minimal entries on Sound Off. Uh, and we also have a bonus question we we got a, uh, asked a little bit oh, beforehand, that's right. too. That's right. Oh my gosh, where did I? <laughs> it's in my phone. Oh man, I didn't transfer my phone notes over. I'm going to see if I can remember this off the top of my head. Okay, uh, so uh, Sergeant Action asks, "Do you think Hasbro will enter the one twelfth scale diorama scene at all? What would you like to see them make if they did? Field Outpost would be up there on my short list." Yo, Joe. Uh, I don't know. It's an interesting question that we, we have talked about them doing, you know, the bivouac or the forward observer or, or different things like that. I would really like to see those. Yep. I want every single one of them. Mm -hmm. Even the ammo dump. Yeah. The, um, uh, gosh, earlier this year, I got the, what is it? The, the mortar defender. There's yeah, like yeah. Practically nothing to it, right? But man, when you get it set up and you got the figure next to it, it's cool. It just looks so. It en good. it enhances. It enhances. Right. Uh, I, I mean, would even love the Cobra firing range. Yeah, the, the Cobra firing with, range with um at a one twelve scale. So you know the figures actually hold their guns better. You can make that really look good. Oh, you're right. Well, and you know what? Consider because we've talked about in the past how important figure photography is to the business mm -hmm. now. So you'd think they'd be serving that segment of the fandom that promotes their products for them for free. Uh, and that stuff would definitely do it. Think about the, uh, the Cobra uh, was a communication outpost. I can't even remember what that thing's called. The blue oh. thing. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Surveillance, <laughs> surveillance port. Surveillance port. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that thing's great. I would love to no, have that. Now, I, I, yeah. think about that in classified scale, though. That would be like, <laughs> that'd be huge. Uh, it would. It no, I, not really. I mean, it holds three figures, so it's it's big, I but it's I not can't reach massive. It. it yeah, but but think about classified. Like it's it's going to be 
a good what 10 inches by 12 inches it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty hefty and they're gonna have to doll it up a little bit too it's not like they're just gonna blow up the original like it'll have all kinds of extra details and functionality sure sure sure. but like even the cobra bunker like at uh joe fest there were some folks you know they do the 3d printing um that had made bunkers and i felt like they were actually a little too big right they might have scaled them up even a little bit more like if you actually took the three and three quarter figure and the bunker and then you scaled them up equally to what one twelfth would be i mean again it's big you know it's gonna be like eight or nine inches tall but it's not like this foot and a half you know so taking up a whole shelf so what's what is your what is your upper price limit on something like that though well are you gonna pay 90 bucks for that it's hasbro they're charging 50 (laughs) dollars for a wall and a half for a star wars play set (laughs) with a figure and i think those are a ripoff i me personally i think you could do these in the 40 to 75 dollar range and they would sell no problem i think once you start getting above and the 75 i'm thinking you know that's your bivouac that's you know lots of accessories stuff like that but do you really want to pay 75 bucks for a bivouac i would and do they have to include a figure with it no that is actually (laughs) but biggest pet peeves but they probably will. Oh, absolutely, because that's how they justify the cost that right. they're charging. So what if they do, as they proceed forward with some more of the original 13, what if it's like short fuse with the mortar set? Okay, so if you were to do that, and and this is just how I feel right now in this moment. It will probably change, but if you were to do that, make them fan channel exclusives. Don't I'm down with I'm don't down with send everything them to retail where there's the possibility it will fail. Right. And then you go, oh, see, they don't want them. Well, just- dude, and I every target I go to has like five scrap irons sitting there. And I'm like, oh, wow. Target and Walmart's both. I've seen scrap irons. Yeah. Oh, n- not down here. The, for a couple of weeks, I saw like my Walmart had two scrap irons, but he's gone now. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen him. Look, that's not a bad thing. I don't know. I don't. I think we need to get past this idea of if toys are actually in stock, that they're rotting on the pegs because it's right. not the case. We no, want most things toy to lines be available. That- yeah, mo- most toy lines you can find things readily available on the right. shelves right. normally. <laughs> right. Yeah, we but want it, Joe's available. If it didn't come with a figure and you put it in just a regular store, I'm probably insane, but I think it is now appealing to a wider audience because you do have people that 
do other military toys that just want to build a diorama. So I think once you throw the G.I. Joe figure in there, especially if it's one of the original, you know, 82 figs, which I want. Um, yeah, fan channel exclusive. And I'll probably pay up to $100, depending on how much comes with it. All right. Sorry, I'm uh, nope. transferring my notes here. <laughs> okay. And now I've got to open my... Oh, there we go. Fortunately, I did not lose the chat. Okay, we got to check in with the chat. Uh, so Rachel says, Lenny made the comment during a San Diego Comic-Con interview, which I, I think I remember that now. Uh, Schweck says, if they make it, I'm going to buy it. I muttered to myself in every target aisle. Uh, Rachel says, I'd like a Cobra bunker and surveillance port. I, I agree. Those would be very cool. Um, well, so Schweck, are you saying that you bought the $24 recolored Boba Fett figure? Nah, tiss, tiss, dude, tiss. those, those can... vintage collection fets for 20 99 I passed on them and I generally buy a Boba Fett stuff, but that's just preposterous. Uh, Cobra, but lots of votes for Cobra bunker, uh, checkpoint alpha would be oh, great. I love a checkpoint. Alpha. Um, but that would be I very need, large if they were to I do that. Oh, we've talked about it before. Yeah, I would, mm -hmm. I need law and order to go with it. Cause that's who always manned that for me. Um, Mandalorian Jedi. I want supply drops with guns, packs, and other gear. Yes. I want, we've that talked be about cool. that before too. We want classified scale battle packs. Yeah. Literally on those card backs or in, if you want to do like a footlocker type thing, I think that'd be cool. I was going to say, I, I Hasbro makes the Fortnite figures and I recently saw on Amazon. I mean, these are, are not new, but um, they came out with like these arcade Fortnite arcade machines. And when you uh, open them up, it's, it's a weapons pack. So uh, how dark easy in here. would, how easy would that be? to do for joe i've got one because big lots not big lots um ollie's ollie's had hundreds of them and i thought oh it would be really cool because it's a 112th scale arcade cap yeah and i thought it'd be really cool to reskin it with like the gi joe arcade game and stick it on my classified shelf i just haven't done it and probably honestly never will but uh I thought it would be neat. So yeah, stuff like that could could definitely be done. Uh, let's oh, Christmas ape, fifteen dollars. Your beautiful Christmas that. ape streamyard donation would be cool if Hasbro got into the cardboard dioramas like extreme sets, but like official Joe themes like the bases. You know what? Yeah, Christmas ape, you have put a spin on that. Um, because people have said before things like the missile command center. And and I just you know I've got the the one they did in years ago whatever it was, and it's neat, but it just doesn't have a ton of appeal to me. But when you put it like that, if they were like the extreme sets dioramas, that's an interest. That's a compelling thought to me. Mm -hmm. If it's literally just like a three D pop out type of thing, um, that's interesting to me uh and let's see portable are you guys christian and noel are you guys watching the stream uh yeah, I, yeah. i've got it up so we're still going yeah. yeah okay mine has gone to our image but i closed it out to move the notes over so that may be the problem 
Uh, okay. What else we got? Uh, short fuse with a mortar set could just be a deluxe figure. Yeah, that's 100% true. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, I was thinking that too. You don't have to necessarily put out the bivouac or the outpost defender the way they are, but you could throw in in deluxe figures some of those accessories. Throw in some yeah. barrels, throw in a hedgehog, mm-hmm. throw in some sandbags, you know, a little brick wall. And that'll, I think that that to me gives a figure $10 more of value than just a couple of extra blast effects and maybe some extra hands that I'm never going to touch again. Right. I, right. I, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. This isn't what you meant, Noel, but now that you said hedgehog with tripwire coming with a rat, I, if they're going to make, you know, continue making new Joe's. They I, should I, all have, I, animal I want companions. a hedgehog, <laughs> like an actual hedgehog pet partner. What's up, Todd Bat- Bratru- Bratrud? Good to see you here. KB Jodographs with the recent look of Scrap Iron's launcher. It's a perfect lead into the pack rats. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100% pack rats. Yep. We've, uh, that's another one that I think we've all expressed an interest in. And again, so could you Very do something? Realistic. Yes, absolutely. And could you do something like uh, Flash comes with a pack rat, Blowtorch comes with a pack, pack rat, um, I can't remember who was on the box art for any of them, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think Blowtorch was even on with the flamethrower. It was somebody else, wasn't it? I don't even remember with the box art. I I didn't, I wouldn't even think there was Joe's in the. I, I was thinking the there were, jo- well, them. like on the back. Well, maybe. Oh, I yeah. Don't know, whatever the case, those could be deluxe figures for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. Got to keep going. We got one more sound off before we get to our deluxe bonus question. Uh, podcast from the pit. What's up, podcast from the pit? Everybody, check them out. Uh, they're a fellow Joe podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, with classified giving us great figures down the line, I am most excited for Airborne. Give us two each that they have not named. I would want Long Range, Bomb Strike, and Zap. Uh, so just two figures that they haven't named yet that you'd like to see. I'm going to go with Xandar and Sci-Fi. Sci-Fi, still one of the first ones that uh, was on the original G.I. Joe relaunch website, and we still haven't got a and well, and was in them. was in Operation Blackout. Yeah. There's so many to choose from, but I think I'm going to go with mainframe and the uh, 87 battle armor Cobra commander. Nice. And I know I said Alpine earlier, but this is a different question, different time, different thoughts. I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to Xandar sci-fi kind of mood right now. So I think Deep Six version two, I think it is the one where he's with the dolphin in a no, no, that's suit. oh, like he's yeah, you know, that's three posable. Is that three? okay? Okay, yeah, that was the Eco Warriors one was the one with the dolphin, uh, two yeah. was the one that yeah, he had no. the removable, um, like solid plastic helmet, yeah, like a bell helmet, yeah. Um, and the heat viper. I'm disappointed okay. that in this exercise, nor in the other one with Lenny, nobody said listen and fun tripwire. 
I've I've said him before. I want him, but <laughs> but that would not that I couldn't throw that out as any kind of answer for for that. Um, okay, uh, Neil Hill Tunnel Red is edging towards favorite status for me. Love the accessories and just about everything else. Neil Hill, you with your early figure acquisitions, you. <laughs> um, Rachel says Packrats didn't have any figures on the package art. See, I was thinking on the back. On the like back, not, they do, not the but front. the, the Yeah, stands. right. That's what I was thinking was on the back. They each had a, a figure alongside the thing. Yeah, the scans that I saw just on a quick search are, are really bad, and you can't <laughs> tell who the figure okay. is. Uh, Will R says, uh, hell yeah, Dave Xandar, throw in Road Pig. Well, we know, like, Road Pig's Road happening. Pig's, Road, Road Pig's, Pig's coming. Guaranteed. Yeah. That's yeah. that's Lin- Linny's guy. Yeah, Lin- Linny is just not going to announce it until he has the perfect road pig laid right. out. He's got to figure out how to get the money for that tooling, and then it'll happen. <laughs> uh, Rich Murphy says uh, Operation Blackout Sci-Fi for sure. That, I liked that design. I really did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel Salina says Doc and Saw Viper. Oh, that's sick. Oh. What's wrong with you? That's terrible, Rachel. Be ashamed of yourself, but also very <laughs> proud of yourself at the same time. Uh, I respect you, so Neil much. Hill. Blow, Blowtorch is a must and should be next. I, yes, Blowtorch in classic colors, or if they want to do Night Force Blowtorch and then down the line do a regular Blowtorch, I'm okay with that too, because I want Blowtorch to be tooled right. I don't want him to be like a kit bash that they strap some pads on. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So I, I do tool him upright, get a double dip on him. That's fine. Uh, Ritz Murphy, I want a true vintage style Cobra Trooper. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'd, yeah. Buy it. I'd be good with that. Yep. If they wanted to include that, do that with the surveillance port or the bunker. Mm-hmm. Throw in mm-hmm. just a, a bare bones, stripped down Cobra Trooper, and then offer it as a two pack on pulse uh okay so that wraps up sound off but but we do have one more question from our good friend pete this one was kind of slipped in sideways but we'll take it so if serpentor this is referencing our last segments episode so if you didn't listen to our last audio episode uh, from last week. Go check it out. So if Serpentor is going to be sentient AI, then in true 80s G.I. Joe fashion, what would Serpentor stand for? And this is a little bit of a brain buster once you get down to it. I spent way more time on this than I ever expected to. <laughs> <laughs> so for the proper background, uh, we we kind of threw out the idea of a modern version of Serpentor might be an AI that was developed to assist Cobra Commander as kind of a battle planner that gets out of control, just like every killer AI story you've ever seen in pop culture. Uh, but this oh, one God. happens to be Serpentor. All right. Who wants to go first? I will if you guys don't want to. You, you can go first. Go for it. Because mine's okay. got a little bit of extra story to it. So, uh, my, mine does not. <laughs> uh, so, initially, this AI is just strategy, enhancing, replication program, engage, neutralize, terminate. It's just referred to as serpent 
out of the gate. But once it gains sentience and becomes a threat to Cobra Commander and to the world, it starts referring to itself as Serpentor. Okay. Okay. All right. That's my cheat for not having to come up with anything for the for the O and the R. I can't but blame I also, you. I also think it makes you know it makes story sense. All right, I'll go. So we since Noel worked so hard on his, we'll <laughs> save the best for last. Okay, so I don't have any kind of great backstory like either one of you. I just have too many years of reading Marvel comics and loving Schoolhouse Rocks. So uh, Serpentor stands for Supreme Ego Ruining Preeminent Emperor Nefariously Triumphantly Overthrowing Reality. Ooh. That is That's colorful. I love it. <laughs> colorful is the right word. <laughs> Uh, wow i like okay. my adjectives this is tremendous <laughs> so for mine um i went through and i scribbled down a bunch of things and i settled on this i'm gonna give you what my response is first which is sentient experimental robotic program empowering nefarious terrorist operations remotely and Ooh, I thought nice. that was okay. Wait, do that. Do that again. Do that again. It is a sentient experimental robotic program empowering nefarious terrorist operations remotely. That is fantastic. Mm -hmm. But I still wasn't happy with it. What? And I said, well, if I'm trying to come up with what a sentient AI would oh, be. Oh, no. I'm going to, I'm going to consult with an expert. So I, I reached out to my friend, Chad, Chad GPT. Oh no. Um, and, and had, and had, <laughs> had the question to Chad GPT, if Cobra from GI Joe created an AI called Serpentor, what would the acronym Serpentor stand for? Oh geez. And I fed this question a few times and I got a couple of, a couple of different answers. Uh, the first one I got was strategic enhanced resource planner and executive neural tactical operations responder. Whoa. Okay. Uh, the next one I got was strategic electronic resource planner and executive network tactical operations robot. So uh, some pretty good ones that wow. uh, the, the chat GPT fed out to me. There was a couple others that, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I, I could sit here and read them all day, but uh, those were a couple that, I, that, that stood out to me. I like that you fully embraced the spirit of the question, <laughs> which by the way, you Mandalorian Jedi, I'm a fan of this line of questioning. <laughs> yes. You and you and Pete would get along a hundred percent. Uh, we've got to go back real quick. Go back up. Uh, we've got Neil Hill wants a classic proper blowtorch. Uh, Pavel wants a Dr. Venom, Quinn and Scarface three pack. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, with pieces of the brainwave scanner. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Ritz Murphy. That was a serious mouthful. Christian uh, and Neil Hill serpent tour new He-Man character. Well, <laughs> if you've listened to the show, you know, we've got a snake men uh, Cobra law connection. That goes way back. Uh, all right. 
Well, that is everything for Sound Off. Uh, have you guys got Joe and Tells for this week? I don't. My Joe and Tell is Dragon Con prep. Well, and that's kind of what mine is. Uh, all Dragon Con related. I have some merch here that is only going to be available at Dragon Con live at the Audible Interlude Operation Snake Gun panel, 1 p.m. Friday, Marriott M103 and 105. Uh, we have a new run of Force Brigade action figures, including characters like Sergeant Cuff and Stuff, uh, Sloppy Joe, <laughs> and everybody's favorite, Sigmund Royd, yes. the evil bodybuilder who wants to <laughs> smash freedom. Uh, so we've got. Why a... would you do that to an eagle? That is still <laughs> one of the greatest names ever to uh, grace this planet. Got some brand new Audible Interlude stickers designed by Slickalicious. Check out. Why can't I figure out where the light is? What is happening? Uh, check out Shop Slickalicious on Instagram. Uh, we have got the usual assortment of buttons, and we've got the original sticker design. So. Uh, come out to Dragon Con, participate in the Audible Interlude panel, and remember, give us five stars in the Dragon Con app. Noel, uh, you got a little something? Nothing really. Um, I just, back when we were doing our, our um, well, we're still doing them. We're still doing half the babbles occasionally. But uh, there's a few things that I just mentioned, and I was like, well, now we're doing show and tell sort of things. Or sorry, Joe and tell. It doesn't have to necessarily be Joe stuff. So I thought I would share one of the things that I actually talked about a while back because uh, I've never actually showed it on camera. Uh, this is the toy that oh. I searched for for 38 years without realizing what it was because my next door neighbor had this when I lived in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Um, I play with it quite regularly. It is a It is a transforming boat. I will transform him here. I don't think um, we got time for that, Noel. It looks like it's pretty complicated. It, it actually is not, but uh, I, yeah. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm kidding. You can transform yeah. it. <laughs> He's so. I'm trying to remember how to do it right now. I know. These, oh no, these legs, it is. <laughs> these legs come around. Um, anyway, um, I didn't know what this was for the longest time, and I and I searched for every possible combination because I knew he had a wind-up propeller. That's right, because his leg, his arms fold up. He had this little wind-up propeller. Right Whoa! Here. Really? And yeah. So it's oh, that's it's, great. It's mechanized, and I searched for every combination. I knew he was red, white, and blue, and he had a little bit of yellow details on him, but. Uh, after years and years and years of searching every Google, Google search possibility combination I could come up with, I finally figured out this is a vintage Sea Defender CR1 transforming uh, robot boat toy from uh, Masudaya uh, Motorworks. Oh my There's gosh. a couple of others that are very similar that came out in this line, but this was the one that I needed. And I paid way more money than I wanted to <laughs> for this toy. Well, it looks like um, it's in pretty good shape. This one's in great shape. There's actually, I just preparing for this i was just going to see what was on ebay right now because there were only two on ebay at the time but the same seller there's another one that's up right now for half of what i paid for this but his stickers oh. are not intact oh. so uh well i'm sure you can hit up toy hacks and get 
reproduction <laughs> stickers for that. I don't know about that, but I do know that when I did search for that uh, that Q Force thing earlier, the first research result was the toy I hack saw stickers that. for it. I saw that. That's funny. So I was like, well, apparently this is a, a very popular one to re-sticker. And so, Noel, I gotta say that boat form now justifies why Quick Switch his boat form, which is this blocky. It is what but that is totally it yeah it's very oh, similar wow and and i might have been reminded of this last night when i was watching um uh, tj omega who's a transformers reviewer mm-hmm. uh was going through a list of like the very few boat toys ever in the transformers line and i was like he should mention the cr1c defender <laughs> <laughs> even though it's not a transformer but it transforms um, and Dive Dive from the Dive GoBots. Dive uh, is yeah. honestly the best one ever made. Yeah, That's the yeah. submarine, right? Yeah. 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 So I, vaguely, a, I vaguely remember that. Few of those, Man of War was also a GoBot that was a big battleship. They did a, they did a few oh, that... I uh, don't remember that one. Yeah, that was like a 86 one, so it didn't okay, get... Okay, a little later. It didn't get a lot produced, but I have one. Um, but yeah, so anyway completely off on a tangent there about transforming boat toys but uh yes this is this is one that was a very special place in my heart that was just absent and there was a hole there for four decades yeah, yeah. i know that i know that <laughs> feeling uh neil hill my joe and tell is tunnel rat low light neil showed up recently <laughs> curse you neil hill uh rich murphy sloppy joe dude uh, the force brigade stuff is I, I need to post those like all of the bios for those so everybody can see them uh all right uh you guys that's it we're done check us out at dragon con this friday marriott m103 and 105 for the classics track see us live and if you can't make it there check out the audio version next friday uh our music is by Andy Sanford of electricminnowmusic.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast and on X at G.I. Joe Audible. Uh, Noel, why don't you tell us a little bit about The Finest? The Finest is a G.I. Joe costuming group uh, with uh, members all over the world. Uh, we raise money for a fantastic organization called Canines for Warriors. So if you uh, ever are a convention and you happen to see our booth, Throw a few bucks our way. Maybe if you ever thought about dressing up like your favorite Joe or Joe adjacent character, um, you know, maybe we can give you some pointers, get you in a costume. You can help us raise some money. We will be, a lot of us will be at Dragon Con. Um, However, we don't do anything really official there. There'll be some of us in the parade um, and we'll be doing the photo shoot on Sunday uh, afternoon on the Hilton back steps. Um, But that's welcome to any GI Joe costumers. So, any, so if you're interested in doing one of those things, um, then uh, reach out to us. We'll be happy to help you. And uh, Christian, you will be at Dragon Con as well. But tell us right now about where we can find those wonderful pictures. You can find me on Instagram and Flickr.com under the name Legion Cub. Well, you guys, thank you for once again sitting down and talking about something we love so much, G.I. Joe. Everybody in the chat, super chat or not, everybody that hung out with us tonight, thank you guys. You are making this so much fun. for We we would be sitting here just talking amongst ourselves regardless, so having you guys here just adds a whole other layer to get your input, to get your, like Rachel, Rachel literally knows everything there is to know about G.I. Joe. She's an encyclopedia. We could barely do the show if Rachel wasn't here. <laughs> a Mandalorian Jedi, 
making our brains hurt. It's all, you guys are all incredible. Uh, so until next time, yo, Joe. Cobra. You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.